You're listening to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. Hello, welcome to the Getting Mindful with Megan podcast. I am so grateful you guys listen in every week. You guys are my people. I love you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling your friends. Like people tell me all the time, oh, this person told me to listen to your podcast. I'm like, you guys are the best. So seriously, thank you. Okay, so today's episode is going to be pretty short and sweet. And I just, I had a different episode planned, but I wanted to share something that I learned this week that has really helped me. I was listening to a coaching call. So what that is, is my one of my mentor, Brooke Castillo. I'm in one of her coaching groups and she gets on and she coaches people. So they bring her a problem and she helps them manage their mind and their thoughts. Like she gives them new thoughts to think and helps them kind of work through the problem. And then everybody else gets to watch it. And honestly, it's been like such a good way to learn. I I really think like how I really got in invested and involved in all of this stuff was from watching people get coached. It was it's really, really beneficial. So she was coaching a girl on something that I actually have nothing like I don't resonate with at all. But the principle helped me so much. So I really am hoping that this principle like can help you too. So this girl gets on and she's emotional. She's you could tell she was feeling a lot of big emotions. And um, she was telling Brooke how like friend or something like works in the hospital and there's like people dying and it's it's really scary. And she's trying to be like really strong for her friend. But clearly, like you could tell in the girl's voice and everything, like she's scared herself. And so she's like, trying to shift into these like courageous thoughts. But right now she's feeling fear and she was stressed. And so Brooke said something to her and I just like, oh, I'm like, I have to share this with my friends, my people. It helped me so much. So she said to her and she said to all of us, she said, you guys, let's especially during all this stuff, when our emotions are heightened, everything is heightened right now. I don't know if you guys can feel it. Like there's anxious energy flowing. And like when our emotions are heightened, let's stop saying, I need to think this thought instead. And let's just give equal airtime to both thoughts. So let me give you an example. So the girl's thought was something like, I'm really scared. Like people could die. I think that's what it was. Like people are dying. This is scary. That might even be true, right? Like people are dying and this is really scary. That's what her brain was saying. And to ask her to just shove that away and squash it wasn't going to work, especially in these circumstances, especially with these heightened emotions. So what Brooke said instead was to say, and so we're just going to give equal airtime to both thoughts because clearly like sitting in the whole everyone's going to die and this is so scary is going to make you feel really nervous, really anxious, really fearful and that doesn't feel good. So we can't just spin in that thought, right? It's not like, well, that's true. So you should just stay there. But what she's saying is like, okay, that's a thought you have. And let's put an and in between. And also people die right on time. And I know things work out exactly how they're supposed to. Because right now what's happening for a lot of us is that we're giving so much focus over into these thoughts that aren't creating good feelings within us. And all Brooke was telling us to do was to just give equal time, equal airtime to the other thought. And what that's going to do, you guys, in your brain is your brain finds evidence for whatever it wants to believe. So if you're telling your brain everyone's dying and this is scary, you will find evidence for it. But if you're telling your brain everyone's dying and this is scary and people die right on time and this is exactly everything works out exactly how it's supposed to, your brain will start looking for evidence for that. 
And then it will become so much easier to believe that thought and focus in on that other thought that is going to make you feel more secure, more peaceful and more calm. The next night I started to get anxious. I, and I didn't really know why. I was like, okay, I can tell I'm feeling anxious about something. And I started just feeling really weird. I'm pregnant and I feel like my hormones like heighten my emotions right now a little bit. I'm not quite myself. And so I was like getting real anxious. I ended up going to sleep and then I woke up in the morning. I was still anxious. So I'm like, okay, I have some thought work to do. Like this isn't just being pregnant. Like there's something going on in my mind. And so I went on a drive. I was like, Colton, will you take the kids? I got to go on a little drive. He's like, yeah. So I go and I, I am thinking and I figure out that the thought for me that was causing me anxiousness was it will be better when like I will feel better when I'm not pregnant. I will feel more free when we have more money. I will like parenting more when my kids are older. Like I kind of had this thought going on, like right now isn't enough and it will be better later, which had me feeling like um, stuck kind of in the moment, but also like grasping for, for things that I didn't have right now. And that was causing me a lot of anxiety. So I recognize the thought, right? And so I want to share with you what I did because it helped me so much. I left that drive feeling like a different human than I went on the drive. And I just felt like I wanted to share this with you guys because I know what it feels like to be anxious or stressed or have anxiety or anger or any of those big emotions and not know how to cope through them and not know how to change them or shift out of those into a better thought. And so I was like, I just need to share this with my, with my people. So, okay. So this is what I did. What I did is I got out my phone and I got, um, I wrote down each thought I was thinking. So I'm going to share some of them with you. And that like, that makes me kind of want to die, but just bear with me. (laughs) So one of my thoughts was it'll be better when I have a bigger, nicer house for my family that feels like me. Cause like right now I'm in this little house and um, I'm renting it. So I can't like put my own touch on it. Right. And so that was my thought. It will be better. I will feel better. Right. Now, I recognize why that could be the why that's false (laughs) or why that's not 100 percent true. But at the time, it felt like a fact. When I wrote that in here, that was like factual in my brain. So then I put so that was like number one, it will be better when I have a bigger, nicer home that I can make feel like me. And then I just wrote down, I gave equal airtime to the other thought, to the new thought. And so I wrote this. I wrote, my home feels like me right now. I can make any space have positive energy and feel clean and earthy the way I like it. And I can add elements to it that make it like mine. And then I wrote, my home is a sanctuary. It's clean. It's uncluttered. And really, it's just full of good energy. And that's all that matters. And so you can see how like one of those is going to make you feel like crap and the other one's going to make you feel a lot better, right? But this is what I did. I didn't like delete the other thought. It's just like, I'll feel better when I have a bigger, better home, <laughs> better, bigger, nicer home. But right now my home is full of positive energy and it's clean and it feels good. And then all of a sudden my brain was like, oh yeah, okay. We can hang out at your house. You're good. We don't need to be grasping for a new house because right now our house is good. And I felt so much better. So 
Okay, so let me keep going with you guys. So then the second thing I wrote, I can't believe I'm sharing these with you because it makes me want to jump off a cliff. It's okay. I wrote, let me find one. Okay, it will be better when I'm not pregnant. I'll be able to work out and manage my emotions better. My hormones are crazy this pregnancy. That felt so true. Even reading it right now, I'm like, yeah, kind of true. You know, like my brain's like, mm hmm. I can find a lot of evidence, like, for why that's true. And then. So I'll be able to manage my emotions better and I'll be able to work out and do all the workouts I want to do. That's what I think is that I'm going to feel better after this circumstance changes of pregnancy. And then I'm going to tell you guys the second thought. So this is the new one. And I'm going to feel better after I'm not pregnant and or but pregnancy is giving me the perfect opportunity to manage my emotions in the best way that I can. My body's healthy and I can move now. I can walk. I can hike. I can do yoga. I can swim. Pregnancy is making me stronger. It's growing me emotionally and my physical body is gaining strength from carrying this baby. I wrote pregnancy is a gift of discomfort that will make the rest of my life easier to manage because I'm I'm great gaining strength through this right now. So I, I wrote I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity to gain strength. And so I'm just giving my brain another thought to think and they both feel really true. And we're just going to give equal airtime in our brain to both of them. I'm going to give my brain both of those thoughts. It's okay that I have the one that says that it'll be better later. It's also good to give my brain something else that feels better. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I wrote another one. Let's see. Okay, this one's hilarious. I like dream of living in Hawaii. And so I wrote like, you guys are gonna be like, you're so dumb. <laughs> it's fine. I wrote my life would be better if I lived somewhere green with big trees next to the ocean, aka Hawaii, or Costa Rica, or <laughs> somewhere awesome. Okay, so I wrote that. And then I wrote this. The desert is beautiful. And it is right now. It is so green. And the, the mountains are so blue right now. And we've got snow up on the mountains, but it's like warm down here. Oh, it's so nice right now. So I wrote the desert is beautiful. And I literally live steps away from the river. And you guys like, I don't know if you know this, but I love playing in the river. Like I love swimming in the river. I love the river. So I wrote, I love the blue mountains and the green desert in the spring. I love the river during the summer. I love seeing the snow on the mountains, but having warm winters. I love the weather during the fall. I'm an hour from mountains. I'm five hours from the beach. I love that I'm an hour from the airport and can fly anywhere in the world. I'm love that I'm so close to beautiful Red Rocks in St. George. We're like in like the best place for camping and hiking and all the outdoor stuff. And it's possible to experience all of that because of where I live. And that felt really good <laughs> to just remember that. So you guys, I don't know if you can tell, but what I'm doing right now is I'm forcing my mind to see the good. I'm forcing my mind to see that positive thought. I'm not asking my mind to get rid of the negative one. I'm just telling my mind, look at this thought too. I wrote this next one. I want to tell you guys this one. This one might resonate with a lot of you. <laughs> I'll enjoy mothering more when my kids are older. Parenting will be easier. It'll be better when my kids are older. And then I wrote this. Oh, James loves me so much, though. <laughs> and he does. You guys. He like wants to snuggle on me all the time. He thinks I'm so cool. Naya wants to help me like she cleaned the kitchen the other day like just because she wanted to help like that's not going to happen when she's a teenager probably if she's anything like me at least 
Like they're not doing anything majorly bad or stressful, like, you know, little kids, little problems. And they want to be around us all the time. And they're so moldable right now. And we're, we can teach them so much right now. And they'll just like suck it in and take it in and like want it. And so I'm all I'm telling you guys right now by sharing these thoughts that I wrote down is that we've got to give equal airtime to both thoughts. And eventually what's going to happen is your brain's going to start looking for that other one. It's going to start building a case for it. It's like evidence. It's like, oh yeah. And it happened because with James that night or the, the, after I wrote this that night, he came and gave me a big hug. And I was like, oh, I love being your mom where I hadn't been thinking that I kept before I was finding more evidence for things like you're going to be a lot easier when you're older, when I don't have to carry you and buckle you in a car seat every day all the time and all of that kind of stuff, right? That was what my brain was looking for. But now just by giving equal airtime to the other thought, my brain started finding evidence for it. And I feel so much better, so much better. Now, isn't this amazing? Okay, so this is what I want you guys to understand. We believe, so many of us believe, that our actions create a result right? So like, if I do this, then I will have this. And then I will feel like this. So let me give you an example. If I start this business, then I will have more money, then I will feel more free, right? That's what we think. That's what our brain thinks. It's like, yep, actions create results, which creates feelings. If we get this result, if my kids are older, then I will like mothering more. I will feel better to mother. Or if I have more money, then I will feel more free. Or if I live in Hawaii, then I will enjoy my life more, right? We think that, or I will feel um, earthy and like cool or whatever, whatever, right? Our brain wants to believe that, but that is not how it works. (laughs) It doesn't work like that. Our feelings create our actions, which create our results. So if we want to feel free, that's something I like. I like freedom. If I want to feel free, I need to think thoughts that make me feel free. I don't need results to make me feel free. I do not need to change where I live to make me feel free. I don't need to get more money to make me feel free. I need to change my thoughts. And those other thoughts made me feel free yesterday. I felt so much more free. I felt all the things I was grasping for. You know, I want I want this because it will be better when. All those things I was grasping for, I got to feel without even having those. And that is the magic is that feelings come first. If you want to create certain results in your life, you've got to propel that feeling. You have to bring that feeling into your life by thinking thoughts that make you feel that. So I wanted to feel like I had a home that I felt like I will feel better. I'll feel what would I feel if my home was like the way I like dream of it being, I would feel like I accomplished something accomplished. And I would feel like I'm like creating the energy that I want and all of this stuff in my home. By thinking by giving equal airtime to that second thought, the one that was like, 
my home is full of positive energy. That's what I bring to it is positive energy. It's clean. I keep it nice. Like all of those thoughts, they made me feel accomplished. They made me feel like I was creating what I wanted, which is true. It's totally true. I didn't have to grasp for that next thing. I hope this is making sense to you guys. This is how I've always been taught it. Feelings come first. Our feelings come first. So what is it that you want to feel? Do you want to feel secure right now? You have to think thoughts that make you feel secure. Instead of trying to throw away the one that makes you feel fearful and scarce, let's just um let's just say and let's just set it aside and say and this you know right now I'm a little nervous because let's pretend like your husband doesn't have a job right now or something right now I'm a little nervous because my husband doesn't have a job and I know that we're gonna we're gonna make it through this because we always do and we're smart and we make it through things like let's think both thoughts and eventually your brain is going to find so much evidence for that second thought that you'll be able to squash the first one and you'll feel really good. So, okay, that's all I have for you guys today. Here's the takeaway. It's okay to have two thoughts. It's okay to be afraid and courageous at the same time. It's okay to be afraid and do something different anyways. That's kind of the point. The second takeaway I want you guys to do is I want you guys to go and do that exercise. I want you to write down the thought that you're having and then give equal airtime to the next thought that feels better. Okay. You don't even have to get rid of the other one. Don't even worry about it. It could be true. Maybe you want to keep it for a minute. That's fine. Let's just give extra airtime to that positive um, thought that's going to bring better results and peace and joy and happiness into your life. And number three is it's okay to hold space for some of those thoughts that don't feel great, especially right now, especially during all this stuff and with heightened emotions. Like it's okay to hold space for your fear and your uncertainty and for your stress. And it's just, it's really okay. The last thing, the last takeaway is this. Gratitude is a freaking superpower. And here is the money. Here is the kicker. When you are grateful, when you are abundant, when you are looking for what's going right, when you give equal airtime to those thoughts, guess what? All of a sudden, the results, the things you were grasping after, the things you wanted, that courage or that that bigger house or, you know, your kids mothering to be easier when they're older, all of those things that, that you're wanting, they happen. And it's because I believe that gratitude, there's a a universal law where when you have gratitude, God gives you more. He gives you the things that you desire. When you give space for those thoughts too, and you look for evidence and you find the abundance and you find the gratitude, you find all the good, that's when you are blessed with so much more. Not only are you blessed with more, but you create more. You create the results you want because you think thoughts that make you feel free. You act in ways you do things that people who are free do. And then that creates the results you want. Like like for me with the money one, it's like if I have more money, then I'll feel more free. Or how about if I feel free, then I will stop spinning and grasping for these other thoughts and I'll use my time to create value and put value out in the world and people will pay me for that. And then I will get the result I want of having more money. And that is what happened yesterday, you guys. Like I got rid of that thought and and then I started just like, enjoying my life and sh sharing and it's just you'll put out so much more value so all I'm saying is gratitude is a superpower try to shift into it it's okay if you got to keep the other one for a while just try to start looking for evidence for what's going right 
Okay, you guys, I love you. I hope that you're loving being home with your families. And I hope that quarantine doesn't make you too crazy. And um, yeah, we'll see you next week.